Tune in to Good Vibes with Good Vibes Productions. Let the journey begin. Slow down, breathe, and connect with your inner state of calm. Today we live in a world that's more connected than ever. We have big data, big tech, and big opportunities that bring us together. We have at our fingertips all the information that we could ever need. And despite all this connectiveness, many of us are more disconnected from ourselves and the world that we live in. So how do we get back on track? And how do we reconnect and focus on what truly matters? Much of the answer lies in connecting with the invisible gift that we all have, but that many of us are not consciously using. This gift is known as our intuition. And even science is starting to prove that intuition is a real thing. We all have that internal knowing. So how do we tune in and trust our own internal knowing? Today's guest is Robin Louise from Stardust Readings. Robin is a psychic medium and trusting in her own intuition is crucial when it comes to showing up and serving her clients. Robin and I talked about what intuition is, how to hear it and trust it, what signs to look for, and so much more. I really love this conversation, and I am really excited for you to hear it. So I'll leave it there. Thanks for being here, and enjoy the show. We all have a destination to get to. I believe we get to all the destinations we need to in our life that we're meant to, but some just take longer than others. Yes. You just got to trust. You trust your gut, you trust your instinct because the past is over, you can't change that, and it's a new day. And moving forward, it's one that you've never lived before, and you stay in the now and enjoy each and every moment. What you're looking for or seeking is probably connected to your soul's purpose which then comes down to that intuition and that guidance of where you should be, what you should be doing. It's an aspect of your life that drives you and moves you forward. People don't ask enough questions, but they don't ask enough private questions, like within themselves, where you're sitting quietly and just going, okay, no influence from the outside world. How does this feel? And just see what comes up, like see what you feel. I'm Claire, and this is the OM Collective Podcast, and welcome to Soulful Conversations, where we bring together heart-centered individuals, thought leaders, creatives, change makers, healers and seekers, to delve into soulful conversations that steep the soul. Because after all, asking questions, listening, and opening our mind up to the world around us. It has the power to refresh our priorities, renew our perspective, and shift our focus to the things that matter most. I've had quite a few 
readings from you and um, you're always amazing. So I thought, well, <laughs> Thank you. who better to ask to come on as my first guest than Robin Louise? <laughs> Thanks, Claire. Today we're going to talk a little bit about intuition because this is one, especially when I do my yoga retreats, this is one of the things that a lot of the people are interested in. What would you say intuition is? So intuition is basically a feeling that mm-hmm. you get. could be a number of different things. Usually like a gut feeling or an inner voice as two other ways you may describe intuition. It's basically kind of unknowing. Like mm-hmm. you know something, you're not too sure how you know about it. It is, it is a tricky one to kind of explain because it's yeah. a feeling. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a thing, yeah. you know. And it's like a, you, you may get a bit wary, you may feel a little bit, um, you know, the, the chills up your spine, goosebumps. You know, there's all sorts of different things that kind of come around from intuition or gets turned on, I guess, gets switched on. It's basically that knowing something without actually knowing it bridges the gap between the conscious and the non-conscious but parts of the mind. So, you know, sometimes things happen consciously, like you see it, it's happening, it's all, you know, and other times it happens without that. You don't have the set, like the, you don't see it, you can't touch it, but you, mm-hmm. you know. I, I, I hope that kind of um, explains it a little bit better. Yeah. It's definitely there. Mm. <laughs> it's definitely not like a made-up thing and it's definitely something that a lot more people probably have and they don't use it or yes. it's not something that a lot of people run from it, so to speak, you know, yes. or they, they just don't quite understand it so they just put it aside. It's so true. And I know with intuition mm. it just comes out of the blue sometimes and it's like, yep. oh, yeah. there's something about this I don't like. Only to find out months later that you're like, oh, I should have listened to that. It's it's very interesting. <laughs> Which is usually the case. <laughs> it's usually the case. Usually you find out later and you go, oh, oh yeah, okay. Like where would you say intuition comes from? Who gives us this intuition? Is it ourselves? Is it something bigger? Okay, so I'm going to give you a couple of takes on this one. Yeah. Because I have my own personal take, which some people may not agree with, you know, and that's okay because intuition is very, very much a personal thing. Where the actual intuition comes from on a scientific level is actually our right side of our brain and our gut. So I'm going to read you something. Okay, so the human brain has two operating systems. The first is quick, which is kind of like based on instincts, Mm -hmm. and it's effortless. Mm -hmm. This is where the intuition lies, right? So usually our intuition is like a quick snap. You feel something and it's like, oh, oh, what's that? You know, sometimes it can be repetitive. Sometimes it's something that pops up. We're not, we're not seeing it. So it'll keep, repeat, like it'll repeat, that type yes. of thing, right? Okay, so intuition works by drawing on patterns collected by our experiences and when we have to make quick decisions on whether something is real, fake, how it, if it feels good, if it feels bad, right, wrong, all those kind of things. And then you draw on those patterns. So it's things that you're used to, things that you kind of, you know, it, it might even be something that you dreamed two mm-hmm. months ago and then all of a sudden you're like, holy shit, hang on, what, what, hang on. It's like a deja vu, you know, that yes. type of thing. All yeah. right. And so it all happens offline, like, without us knowing, like, the, you know, it's just kind of happens. But the second operating system is the slower response when we actually have to decide, like you're taking everything you can see mm. and everything that's going on into factors to make decisions, mm-hmm. not unconsciously, right? Yes. So that type of thing I wanted to kind of just say because it's kind of something coming back to a scientific type and, and actually intuition is actually real, like it's, it's a thing. 
Yes. That's how they explain that, right? Where I think intuition comes from <laughs> is probably that, just on a different turn, right? Yeah. So what I believe, and, you know, some people won't necessarily um, agree with this and that's okay for me, but this is what I kind of feel. I actually feel that we choose our life, we choose the life that we are going to experience because we need to learn certain lessons or we need to get past another kind of level mm-hmm. to go up the grade, up as Absolutely. we kind of evolve, I guess, as yep. souls, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I believe our intuition is part of what's given to us before we come out the vagina. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm a big believer that we are all given answers to our life Mm -hmm. before we're born. We all know what we need to do this life. We all know our decisions that we have to make and what we have to go through. But the way society is, we lose it because Mm. we get trained a certain way. And that's where a lot of the times people will spend half of their life trying to work out what they're meant to be doing Mm. because we get through the school system where we're shown other pathways, we're shown other ways of doing things and the intuition and and what we should be really doing gets left, gets, gets forgotten about. And it's only certain people that really kind of believe in that uh, meditation and that kind of real wellness type of lifestyle Mm -hmm. that stay connected or find their way back quicker. Find their way back. That's my personal belief, right? Like that's, that's my thing. Okay. That's not necessarily scientific. It's not necessarily what some people would write in books. Like, you know, if you read books on this subject, yes. that's just my personal mm. like, take on it or what I believe or what I get shown through my readings and different things. It is definitely something that should be taught in the school. And I know it is getting better because they do kind of accept meditation and wellness type things a lot more than they did when we were kids. Like it yeah. wasn't even existed. Like, you know, when, when a child says, oh, mum, why does my tummy feel stuck funny? Like, why? Like, we, we want to be able to say, oh, sweetheart, this is your intuition. This is what it is. This is what it yeah. does. Blah, 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 blah. Right. Yeah. But a lot of the times, because we're so busy, we're so caught up, we don't have mm. time for it. So it's like, it's just like, oh, don't worry, it's just the, the butterflies. It's just the, it's just you're a bit nervy, you're a bit anxiety, it's whatever. Like there's, yep. there's, there's so many other labels that it can be put down and which just confuses people even more. Very similar to when you have a child that may have a imaginary friend or mm, you may notice yeah. that they're talking to someone, playing with someone, or they're mimicking. They seem to be mimicking a loved one that passed away and you kind yes. of think, oh, my God, that looks like that. he's doing exactly what grandpa whatever mm. did or something, you know, that type of thing, right? I'm such a big believer that kids can see and pick up Mm. energies. They can communicate with loved ones that have passed, you know, even people that they've never met. Back in our days, if you had an imaginary friend, you were classed as stupid, silly, don't be ridiculous, you can't see anybody, blah, blah, Mm. blah. Now, what that does to a child that actually is picking up an energy or actually seeing somebody, they lose the confidence. They start to think they're silly and so that part then disappears and fades away. And, and speaking of intuition, do you think because our modern society, we, we drown it out and we don't trust it and, yep. you know, if, if we're so stuck in the hustle and busyness, we can't even hear the intuition. No. Are there ways that you know of that you can maybe start to work on that and, and tap into your own intuition so that you can start hearing it a little more? Look, it's different for everybody. Sometimes it's similar. 
from my experience talking to some people, it is a, it is different in some respects for, for different people. Mm. How they have learnt to interpret or how, how the intuition comes in and how certain thing, what certain things mean to them. It's about learning. It's about taking time out and learning about intuition yeah. and reading as much as you can as far as Googling and, and the actual different meanings of intuition and different ways or thoughts from other people. Okay, whether it's scientific or whether it's just another psychic medium or or somebody that truly believes in, in intuition, right? Could be a yoga instructor, could be you know anybody. But the more we learn about it, the more we're able to use it and help shape our lives from it, which is what it's meant to be. Our intuition is meant to help guide us mm. on our journey. A couple of things that you can do. So you want to be quiet and still. And you need to listen. So we need to put some time aside every day or whenever you can, whether it's meditation or just quieten your mind and quieten your body and just mm-hmm. sit and listen for a minute and see mm-hmm. what's going on. You may want to ask questions like left or right, like yes, no, like, you know, short words that you may be able to sit and hear if it comes in or you may feel a pull to the left, you may feel a pull to the right or, you know, that type of thing. You want to start to trust the gut feeling, okay, because this is the, the, the interesting thing. Once you start to trust, everything seems to become either louder, clearer. It's like this light switch start. If you continue to push it away or continue to uh, ignore, it gets further and further away. So you need to trust. Once you trust, it's almost like everything's okay. It's, look, nothing like it. But when you're, when you're starting a relationship, the biggest thing is trust mm. between two people. You've got to earn that trust. You've got to learn to trust that person or, or whatever, right? Without that trust, the anxiety is there, you're on eggshells, you're not sure what's going on, all that kind of stuff, right? Once you have trust with that person, everything feels good, yeah? Everything calms down, everything settles, everything's like, no, the trust is there. And so everything starts to move in a better direction. And I think the more right. you do it, the more familiar you get with that feeling and you learn oh, to, to read it a lot stronger. Absolutely. You need to learn to feel. Yes. A lot of the times when our intuition comes in, if I'm talking on a psychic level where mm-hmm. usually more like eight times out of ten I will feel something before I get anything else. I'll start to feel it in my body my senses, every, I'll just feel it and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden I'll start to hear it, see it, um, taste it, like, but it comes through as a feeling first okay. and then, it develop, then the senses pick up where it goes from there. Right? Okay. So you've got to be open to feel, but see, the way you feel is being able to sit quiet. If you're running in a park, right, and you're running, 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 you're concentrating on your every stride, every, you know, you've been running for an hour, right, so you're really concentrating, and a snake bites you on your ankle. Nine times out of ten, you're going to feel that and go, you know, but because you're so focused on the running, you may not feel that. You may just think it's just your shoe scratched you or something, you know what I mean, because you're so focused on something else. It's really important to have that time to allow the feeling, or like allow it. Mm. Pay attention to what's going on around you. Is intuition mm. and psychic different or would you say they're the same? Me personally, if, yep. if you want to Google it, I'm sure there's someone out there saying something different. <laughs> very, very <likely. laughs> but for me, for me, it is the same, yep. right? <laughs> what I believe is intuition is a step to psychic ability. If I didn't have my intuition, I wouldn't have my psychic ability. 
your intuition is that feeling, is that sense of knowing but not knowing, you know, like mm-hmm. the deja vus, uh, all sorts of, you know, even the dreaming. It's just, it's amazing. It's yeah. truly amazing. Yeah. And if we allow it to work, we wouldn't have anywhere near as beeps ups as we do. Yeah, it's so I true, isn't beard. it? I did the beard. You'd be very <laughs> proud of me. I did the beard. <laughs> and I, I think know, I'm doing very good, Claire. You are, you are. <laughs> I am you, you're making my work of editing very easy. Um <laughs> I know for myself yep. with my intuition, it almost is like the cleaner my body is, as long as I'm mm-hmm. balanced and I'm I'm still mm-hmm. and I'm doing yoga and I'm drinking water and I'm mm-hmm. eating whole foods and I'm looking after myself. I actually mm-hmm. find that intuition seems to come in stronger for some reason. Majorly, majorly. Yeah. Because your intuition, like I was saying, okay, so it's probably not been such a big thing in the past, even though it probably has. It's becoming more mainstream now with gut health, right? Everyone's yeah. talking about gut health. What I explained to you before about how the intuition comes from the right side of the brain and your gut. The gut is actually like your second brain. The amount of I think they call them electro, I don't know, like I'm not a doctor, I don't, you know, but there's there's particularly millions and whatever of these things in your gut, very similar to your brain. So mm. it's that whole, they're, they're actually a very similar organ apparently. When your gut's not right from not eating the right food, your intuition's off, yeah? Yes. So if you're not looking up, you know, the whole gut health, when your gut health is on point, your intuition mm. will be on point. Nice. Um, and so that whole meaning of gut health can just go into all sorts of, mm. yeah, it, it's, it's really quite, you know, fascinating. That's very yes. interesting. Looking it's after whole, yourself is a The big whole thing. body thing, isn't yeah. it? The mind-body connection. Oh, ab- absolutely. Absolutely. And then, look, sweet, I know we're only talking on certain topics today, but then you can go into your chakras and making sure your chakras are balanced yep. and, and that helps again and in line that. Like it's, yep. it's all in with that intuition. It's all binded. You know, it's, they're not different, so to speak. That's well, true. they are, but they're not. Like, but they yeah. all work yeah. together and simultaneously. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. There's just a couple more points to tap into the intuition. Mm-hmm. So it's really important, um, and this was a big one for me, is connecting with others that believe the same. Okay, so when you connect with others that have the same um, beliefs or the same ideas or experience same things, you're raising your vibration, being around other people that believe the same or have similar thought processes as you as far as intuition concerned. Find the time to be still and silent or silent and still. You've got Mm -hmm. to find the time, otherwise, you know. And then you use the dream time well. So when you're dreaming, you really take notice of what's coming in because dreams are usually our intuition trying to tell us stuff. It's also, I believe, it's also a way that people that have passed over can communicate with us as well. I just want to read this little thing. So intuition is, is powerful and can lead to amazing insight, but that doesn't mean you follow it blindly. It's still very important to use common sense. So everyone listen to this bit. <laughs> and you want to balance, you know, like between reality and what, what you're feeling and what's going on, okay? Mm-hmm. You don't want to get too carried away with it, okay? You need a balance of both. By doing that, you, you can make the best decisions for yourself. So you're listening to your brain, your gut, you're listening to what experience you've you had in the past, what you might be feeling for the future. You, it's all combined to make the best decisions for yourself. It's how to interpret and trust of what our intuition is trying to tell uh, us. 
So I always second guess myself. Is there any surefire ways to know this is my intuition? Again, that's just time of learning yourself, like Mm -hmm. learning what you're about, like why you feel a certain way. Taking notice of when you feel feel a certain way, what was going around at that time. For a long time, I actually to write things down and refer back. And that's how I started to create a pattern Mm -hmm. and go, oh, that was interesting because I actually felt blank on that day and you know, blah, 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 but I felt really nervous on that day and blah, 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 right? You know, that type of thing. Look, it can be explained a number of different ways. I personally, um, it's like either somebody or myself talking to me in my head. Like, mm-hmm. that's, you know, you'll, you'll get a, you know, like years and years ago uh, with my ex-husband driving, um, we were going camping, I think. We are going up in the mountains and we were doing the real bends and it was quite tight bends and my ex-husband was a crazy driver. And I remember just hearing the word passing and I'm like, what? Why is it saying passing? Passing? And then I, all of a sudden I said to my ex-husband, I said, slow down, there's a car passing. And then just as we came around the bend, yeah, it was a car with a caravan passing and coming straight at us. But all I got was passing. And then all of a sudden it just went into this, stop, slow down, there's a car passing. Like, you know what I mean? Like it was Mm. so... It's hard to <laughs> it's hard to put into words mm. um, because it's different for everybody. Yes. But look, the signs are there. Again, it's just how you feel. You may feel a bit uneasy. You know, it's like when you know someone walks into a room and you get a really odd feeling about them. Like you just kind of go, "Sorry, yeah. <laughs> what's going on with that?" Like you know, that's your intuition. You may just have a, a, a thing to go a particular different way today than what mm. you did, what you normally drive. You know, like it's just a spontaneous, like, oh, you know what, I'm going to take this drive today, blah, blah, blah. And then you find out that there was a car accident or there was something the way that you would normally go. You know, that's your intuition. So you may feel a peaceful feeling in your chest or stomach. Mm-hmm. So it'll, it's like a relaxed, like it's just like an evidence leaving type thing. You feel confident or happy um, with a decision. So if you've you've made a decision and you've just let it go, like Mm -hmm. you'll feel that instant, you won't continue to worry about it. You'll feel that instant, it's okay, you know. You may experience more vivid dreams. So you may get dreams around that time that are a bit more specific, a little bit more in tune with what's going on. The same opportunities, that repetitive thing that we're talking about. So you may keep getting the same opportunities coming, knocking at your door, back, like continuing or the same thing might pop up like what I said about like the relationships the same type of person popping up like you might feel uneasy about a certain situation you might feel a bit nervous you might get a chill up the spine or the goosebumps or you have a sense of a particular thing that's not going away and it it sticks around you there are clear all clear indications of listening or looking out for your intuition like what's going around at that time I hope you're enjoying today's episode. We are just going to take a short break and hear from today's podcast sponsor. Take a journey through the chakras and discover how the aroma of essential oils can affect your mind, your vibrational energy, and your spiritual well-being. Chakras are our centers of consciousness. They hold the energy of our thoughts, emotions, experiences, and memories. The energy stored in your chakras manifests your experiences. The function of the chakras is to spin and draw in universal life force energy 
to keep the spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical health of the body in balance. Today's podcast episode is brought to you by Botanical Trader, a small business that specializes in making natural, ethical, sustainable, cruelty-free, and plant-based self-care products for the mind, body, spirit, and home. Mindfully hand-blended in small batches in the heart of the Snowy Mountains, Australia, Botanical Trader has blended an aromatherapy pulse point perfume roller for each of the seven main chakras that run along your spine. Whether you need grounding, creativity, more self-love, intuition, insight, or greater self-awareness, there is a chakra blend that has been intentionally crafted for you, which will positively affect your overall sense of balance and well-being. The premium chakra blends are natural, organic, cruelty-free, free from synthetic fragrances and alcohols, contain no palm oil, and are vegan-friendly. Harnessing the power of nature, these 100% natural and organic chakra oils will nourish your soul, awaken your spirit, and activate your energy. The big one that most people will be able to probably relate to is the good old same partner routine <laughs> where you continue to pick the same arsehole type person. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same patterns, the same um, traits, the same you think you've got someone completely different to your ex and then within a few months you're basically dating your ex again. Like yeah. it's like you, you're missing it. You're not learning your lesson. You're not listening to your intuition. Like you're kind of avoiding it or, oh, no, no, it'll be okay. Everything's all right. You'll be getting your warnings. You get your yeah. warnings because you're like, yeah, this, the bells are going off. But like I really like this guy. He's okay. Mm. He's not like my ex. No. <laughs> yeah, so that that's probably a a, a good one as far as, when you're not listening and the repetitiveness of something. Yes, yes. Because it's hitting you right in the front of the face again and again and again and you're like, hang on, you don't realise it until you stop and go, I feel like I'm a Groundhog Day here. What's going on? Mm. Like, I can't seem to get out of the same, you know. And then once you start to recognise it and go, holy shit, yeah, okay, it becomes more noticeable and then Mm. you're less likely to pick that same person again. You know, yeah. like you got to go through healing and, and that type of thing. I mean, that's all to do with intuition. If you're chasing something, whether it's a dream or yeah. maybe whatever yeah. it is you're chasing, like obviously you put yourself in the way because you've got to do the work, but if it becomes too hard, like you're putting all the work in and it becomes too hard, um, sometimes that's your intuition, like maybe saying, all right, well, maybe just divert a little bit. I don't know if that's intuition or... It, it Look, it can be, right? Yeah. But a lot of the times when things are getting too hard, you're almost there. We don't learn anything from not going through the hard stuff. The only way we learn is to go through the hardship. Do you think there's a point, though, where you go, okay, maybe I need to switch direction? With this kind of stuff, right, it, again, it, it's very different for everyone individually, like, yeah. it, you know, and for different circumstances. So as a psychic medium, if a client comes to me and say, look, I've been struggling with this business, blah, 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 I've had enough, I don't know if I want to continue but my gut keeps telling me to stick with it. You know what I mean? That yeah. is that just my stubbornness? Like, is that my stubbornness or is that my intuition saying to stick with it or, or what, you know? And look, the thing I'm a, I'm a big believer about is, is we all have a destination to get to and there's all sorts of destinations along the way. And to get to those destinations, we have to do certain things. 
I believe we get to all the destinations we need to in our life that we're meant to, mm, but some yes. just take longer than others. Yes. So yes. you may do a few kind of, you may stay on a roundabout for two years. You may take the wrong turn and go on a dirt track for a little while with the tail road just sitting right next to you. And you're mm-hmm. like, dude, I want the car road, don't want the corrugation, get me mm. over there. Like, So I feel like we all end up at the destination we're meant to. But the way we get there can vary majorly. What If you believe in intuition, if you kind of take it on, if you don't take it on, if you, like, you know, there's a whole heap of things around that on whether we get to where we need to go. There are certain things around the intuition that does make it clearer, but it's different for everybody. Mm. This is where it's hard. You've got to work it out for yourself um, because you can have guidance, right, and you can have people kind of help you get back on track or just that reinforcement that, no, 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 you're on the right track. Keep going. You're getting there, you know. But at the end of the day, it's the person going through it that actually has to go through it to really know. You've yeah. got you to let it all go and you've got to trust and, mm. and, and hope that it, it's all going to be okay. And mm. the way I like looking at it is every time I've got to remind myself that everything's okay, I, I always put myself in the darkest place possible. So worst case scenario, right? What was my worst case scenario? My worst case scenario is probably not being able to pay my mortgage and being homeless and blah, 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 right? That's probably my worst case scenario. Lucky for me... My worst, actual worst case scenario is I sell my house and I have a few hundred grand sitting in the bank and I'm moving with mum and dad for a little while until I sort myself out, right? How bad is that, really? Yeah. Not so bad, right? So the reason I say that, I actually haven't had to do that yet. Like that's all, you know, when I'm having really moments where I'm really starting to get stressed out and think, oh my God, like that's what I, that's what I remind myself. I said, Mm. what is my worst case scenario? At rock bottom, where am I headed? What What is that, right? Yeah. And then I bring it into form and I go, you know what, that's not so bad. I'm okay. That allows you to trust because you're trusting in that, you know what, my worst case scenario isn't that bad. Mm. We're all good. Kind of helps to remind us what to be grateful for, what to be like, yeah, you know, I, I think a lot of people miss how yeah. grateful or how, how much they actually do have. Yeah, we're so focused on you know? what we don't have. I need to get yes. this and I need yes. to do that and, yeah. yes. Yeah, so true. Yeah, so true. And that's and that's where, like, when I'm struggling, that's what I always remind myself. I look back at what's my at that moment. What's my worst case scenario? I've also learned over my time is what's meant for you will always come to you. Mm-hmm. I do think that most of the time the outcome ends up where it's meant to. You might just get yeah. a lot of heartache yeah. or disappointment, but that makes you stronger and more resilient and all that. Yeah, 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 100%. It's a bit like when I have a lot of uh, younger um, clients come to me for a reading, be a bit concerned about the boyfriend or their relationship, which is fair enough, right? We all we all have those moments, you know. But what I always say to them is being in a relationship before, which most of them have, you know, and how, how was that breakup? And they're like, oh, it was horrible, but, you know, it was okay. Like, uh, uh, it was all right. I realised, you know, the, the right thing at the time, by the, you know, by the time I thought about it was what was meant to be and I'm happy about it now. And I said, yeah, so you were okay? And they're like, yeah, of course. I said, well, if something happens with this relationship, what are you going to be? Mm. And they're like, I'm going to be okay. I said, there you go. So why worry about it? Like, you know, because a lot of the times having that, 
build up stuff in you can cause issues where there doesn't need to be issues. So it's that whole self-sabotage starts to come in where you're making something out of something that's not there because you're so worried about it working or not working. So you, you, you want to bring it back to that basic of where what's, your, what's the worst case scenario? And a lot of the times if you really think about it, it's not so bad. So trust, allow to have the trust that it's all going to be okay. You just, you've just got to try, you got to let it all go and you just got to trust. Do you think that we all have a psychic ability? Yeah, yeah, 100%. I think there are some people that just don't, right? But I think it's more their belief or their, that more what they're either scared of, what they've been brought up with, all that kind of stuff. I do believe we all have the ability to tap into psychic ability because to me it's your intuition. So basically psychic ability is like a step, a, a couple of steps up from intuition. Some people may have to work on it more than others, right? Like to actually, you know, to be able to read like I do, it's a weird thing. Like it never shuts off. It's just your head's going 100 miles an hour, like, mm. you know, with all sorts of stuff. It's, it's learning how to put all that in the right box mm. and attend to it when you need to or not attend to it at all. Like it's just one of those things, you know. Yeah, definitely. I, I truly believe everyone has psychic ability. I just think that some people have the ability to take it further than others, whether it's to do with their upbringing, what they believe, like, all sorts of stuff. I've got friends that are that have psychic ability, but they refuse to believe it's a psychic ability. Yeah. Like I'm like going to seriously, like you know. But that's their choice, and that's okay. You know, they use it for themselves. And I also know people that their lives just keep going around and around in circles because they do not listen. They do not believe it at all. <laughs> you know, it's hard because. They're on a hamster wheel. They're never going to get off because they don't believe what they need to believe to get off the hamster wheel. They, you know, they may get a funny feeling in the gut and they go the opposite direction, not the direction because they're scared of that feeling. So they, rather than sitting with it and working it out, they get freaked out by it. They run in the opposite direction so far away that they completely miss what they were meant to be seeing or getting or, you know, the direction they were meant to be going in. That's just how we all learn our lessons. That's how we learn. It's, it's really interesting because it really can be trained. And this is why I truly feel it, it really should be in our schools. Like it so should be because there's actually, uh, look, I can't think of what the documentary is, but I, I watched it years and years ago and I was absolutely fascinated by it and actually really wanted to work on trying to do something like along those lines here. And it was all about they believe, and I do think this is correct, the way society is between the ages of naught till about 11, kids still have their psychic ability intact, their intuition intact, so to speak. Once you get to that 11, 12 and going on, you've been too long in the public system or the, the way society is and it starts to get belted out of you, so to speak. We're not shown about it, we're not taught about it and we, we start to veer away from it. These kids, they had a group of kids that none of them are necessarily psychic because there are kids out there that are very psychic and, you know, they really do need to be around psychic people to learn from them. These kids were all just everyday kids. The fascinating thing was this training that they were doing, it was like things like letting the phone ring and thinking about who's on the other side of the phone, then picking it up and realising who it is, you know. I mean, it's different to these days because who, who's ringing comes up on the phone, right? It was incredible. They would have block out glasses, like block completely blocked out, like they can't see a thing. And they were reading books. 
from their intuition. It's just fascinating, like Mm. truly fascinating. So it's definitely something that can be built on, definitely something that can be, you know, changed and worked and developed. 100%. And, you know, some people might say that the whole thing was a load of crap, like it's it's all made up, blah, blah, blah. But I know myself, um, if I really, it takes a lot of energy, but if I really want to, I can usually pretty much go places and explain places that I've never been before. So I can close my eyes, like, for example, Claire, I could close my eyes and say, okay, I want to go to Claire's front door. I want you to describe what's at the front door, what's at the left and right, like, you know, all that kind of stuff. And usually I can get it pretty much down pat. But that's something that I've worked on. I've continued to push myself and work on that. And I know when I've done, um, not that I've actually done anything major, but I'm very, very interested in in detective type work. I've always been very interested in that. And I know when there's a missing person or something on the news, I'll always dive in. Mm -hmm. And the first thing is I put myself in that person and I go, okay, where am I? Do I feel cold? Do I feel damp? Is it dark? Is it light? What can I smell? What can I feel? And it all just starts flooding in. Really? So, yeah. Definitely something that can be, yeah, definitely built in. But again, it comes back to that trusting. And that's the hard thing. It's hard, so hard these days because there's so much pressure, so much noise, so much bullshit, really, Mm. like, you know, that it clouds us. You can't make a clear decision because there's so many pressures. You know, it's it's almost like when you do, like you have a business, especially with COVID, there'd be a lot of people experiencing this where, you know, you've got a good business and it's going okay but all of a sudden you know you've got to put a bit more money in because that that month wasn't quite as good and then the next month isn't quite as good you've got to put a bit more in you you know and then how long do you do that for when when do you pull the pin where do I go from here do I keep pushing do I go to the side do I stop you're gonna ask your questions yourself and then you listen well you can class it like asking the divine Okay, because the divine is you, it's your soul, it's your essence, so to speak, right? I think when it comes back to it, people don't ask enough questions, but they don't ask enough private questions, like within themselves, where you're sitting quietly and just going, okay, no influence from the outside world. How does this feel? For example, your business venture that you were thinking about, you could put takeaway coffee shop, whatever, to the left, um, whatever, no coffee shop or thing to the right, and just sit quietly. You might hear left, you might hear right, you might feel like you want to sway left or right, like, you know what I mean? Like all that kind of stuff. That's the kind of thing that you can do to ask your intuition. Do you believe in life after death? Okay, love this one. Look, I'm a big believer in life after death. Yeah. No, no question about life after death. I'm a big believer in reincarnation. I do think mm-hmm. we have many lives and we, we continue to come back and sort our shit out if we do. I do believe we go through a process of healing, a process of what we did learn, what we didn't learn, all that kind of stuff. And then we get, then we choose another family or we choose another life or, or whatever. And we come back and we do it all again. And each time we do that, we're set up to learn certain things so that we can either rise our vibration, we, we step up on a level of our soul, I guess. Mm-hmm. I know this is going to probably creep a few people out and think, oh my God, what is she talking about? <laughs> um, but this is just my personal, this is just my personal thing. This is not necessarily true facts or, you know, um, but this is just what I, I believe. And as you do that and as you get your tasks done and as you learn your lessons through different lives, vibrate up. 
And then eventually, I believe, you go to a level that you don't have to come back to earth again. The old saying is hell on earth is something that I truly believe. <laughs> do believe it's something that we don't necessarily really want to do. We don't necessarily <laughs> want to go back to earth. It's like, oh, my God, don't send me there. You know, <laughs> personally, I love it. I think it's great. It's a very interesting something that I guess no one can ever really prove and no one can ever really be 100% sure, mm. you know. But I also think that's what the beauty is about it, mm. you know, like it's about what if, you know, mm. like it's like that whole what if. But, yes, I definitely believe in, in life after death. From what I can experience when I connect with people that have passed over, I have a lot of questions around that sometimes myself because I kind of wonder how can I still connect with someone that has mm. been dead for 50-odd years why haven't they come back again? You know what I mean? Like I, I do, I have all these questions all the time. But the thing that I keep feeling is I, each life that you have, there's still an essence left. Mm-hmm. Even though you come back and start another life, there's still an essence from that life left, mm-hmm. which is would explain how I can tap into that. But, but that's the only thing I can kind of come up with. Yeah. Um, I do have a hard time sometimes with what I do, the mm-hmm. breathing, because I'm very, very much scientific I have a very scientific mind where I need proof I need to have proof like I I can't like I feel really ordinary when I just blurt things out and I've got no feedback or no proof to that because Mm -hmm. it's like oh I can't do anything with that we can't we don't know if it's right or not right Mm -hmm. what I do get from my clients is proof so when when I'm talking to a client my client refers back to me saying oh my god you're spot on or that's exactly what they'd say or blah 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 right Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a very, very interesting topic, the whole life after death. Yes, I do definitely believe in that. What do you think the purpose of the soul is? I think our purpose of our soul is to learn, to be kind, to help others. Oh, you know, just make sure you're okay. Like your soul's there to make sure you're okay. It's that that inner divine. It's that inner thing, Mm. right? What I'm going to read to you, though, is something that I pulled out this afternoon that I was like, oh, that's really interesting. And it says, your soul's purpose is why you're here on this earth at this time. What you're looking for or seeking is probably connected to your soul's purpose, Mm. which then comes down to that intuition and that guidance of where you should be, what you should be doing. It's an aspect of your life that drives you and moves you forward when you know your soul's purpose, content with your life. But see, someone's soul purpose, it's all different. No soul purpose is going to be the same because there's so many different beliefs and so many different things out there. If you're talking to different people, they may say, oh, no, no, my soul's purpose is blah, blah, blah. But then someone down the road may say, no, 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 my soul purpose is this. At the end of the day, whether you want to agree with different people or not, I do believe the soul purpose is all the same, but it is different personally for everybody because of their different beliefs. You're meant to be here to learn and be happy. You know, you want to learn shit. You want to, you, you do, you want to grow as a person. You yeah. want to be a good person. You want to, and that's all part of your soul. And when you talk about lost souls, like people that really screw up or do wrong things or whatever, yeah, I do believe that's a lost soul because they've lost their way. They need mm-hmm. to go back and come back again. <laughs> they need to start again, you know, like second time. Yeah. I always love talking to you, Robin. You're so grounding and inspirational. You're going to draw us a card. Ready to go. This is my favourite we yeah, We're going <laughs> to just shuffle. I'm a real big believer, especially when I, if I do a, a Zoom reading. Um, if you come and see me in person, you pick the card yourself. But 
when I do Zoom, I like um, I like to shuffle and let one fall out. Like that's to me is the universe picking up. Yeah. Now this this is interesting because this could this could actually do with you personally, but it also could be to do with what we've just been talking about. To be honest, I'm going with the first, even though they both fell out together. One was on top, so I'm doing that first. So it says the past is over. This is a new day, one that I have never lived before. I stay in the now and I enjoy each and every moment. The thing that I love about that is to do with that trust. You just got to trust. You trust your gut. You trust your instinct because the past is over. You can't change that and it's a new day. And moving forward, it's one that you've never lived before and you stay in the now and enjoy each and every moment. Okay, so I really like that. I like that But also for what we've just been talking about. The other one is I open new doors to life. I rejoice in what I have and I know that our fresh new experiences are always ahead. I greet the new with open arms and I trust life to be wonderful. All right? Again, that whole trust thing. We're going to just trust, trust, let it all go and just trust that everything's going to be okay. We all have that internal knowing. So how do we tune in and trust our own internal knowing? A few ways to hear the voice of intuition are number one, breathe, relax and clear the mind. Get clear on what you want, what matters to you and stop focusing on what you can't change. Number two, get to know your true self. Take the time to learn and discover what you love, believe and so forth. If we don't take the time to know ourselves, then modern culture, it will tell us how we should think, feel and act. And when you know yourself, it is then that intuition can guide you. Number three, look for the signs and signals. Watch for coincidences and notice the red flags. Take note of all the books that might fall off the shelf. And number four, trust the process. Trust in your own voice and in your own knowing. And number five, train it. The more you use it, the stronger it will become. Thanks for tuning in today. And I hope that you have enjoyed today's soulful conversation and that it may have served you in some small way. You can connect with me over at theomcollective.org. And if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to review and rate. I will be back on Sunday with a meditation or sleep story. And then again on Friday with another soulful conversation. So until next week, stay well, stay safe, and may you live your life with ease. Namaste. Tune into the OM Collective podcast every Friday for soulful conversations. Your host Claire will have soul-fueling, soul-steeping, soul-inspiring conversations that will nourish, inspire, educate and empower.